Episode 143, a good old-fashioned solo show, talking Bassmaster Opens, Classic, Red Crest, some Tackle, new fishing stuff. Just a good time hanging out, answering questions. This week, the Hell of Ass Bass Fishing Podcast is brought to you by Arsenal Fishing. Arsenal Fishing offers premium custom-made performance apparel and tackle, Arsenal delivers a wide variety of custom-designed baits, accessories, and tools, along with unique utilitarian apparel for all outdoor enthusiasts. As part of their support, you can use code HELLABASS15 to save 15% on all purchases at arsenalfishing.com to support the show. Now let's get back to helping you catch more bass and suck less. What's going on, everybody? Here we are, Hello Bass Live. Wasn't sure if I was going to be going live tonight, streaming, recording this this episode, but uh, planes landed on time, got back from hot Atlanta. The family was kind of tuckered out, so I said, what the heck, we'll do a solo stream tonight. <clears throat> Few familiar faces, Frank, Brian, Brandon, Bono, Rob, Brian Casey, what's going on? Thanks. Is that a renewal or a new membership? I can't remember, Ryan. I feel like you remember already, but uh, welcome to the club. Much appreciated. Always enjoy any members. Obviously, you don't have to sign up. Uh, I, I love everybody that participates in views, but if you uh, if you like to support an additional level, that is super appreciated. And I don't always get super excited or I guess show that's not my personality, but I really do. Um, audio sounds weird. Let's check the settings here. Hmm. That's because, thank you for that, for some reason. How about that? That probably sounds a whole lot better. It switched microphones on me. So, hopefully it sounds better now. Matthew. Oh, I got to look at my, maybe I'll have to check in on my NLF fantasy team. We'll add that to the list. We'll see if, uh, if I sucked less. I heard Connell did well. I feel like he was on my team. If I remember right. Way better, way better, way better. Yeah. Probably sounds better now that I switched microphones. I also was playing around with a bait cam, and I got an, another webcam set up here, and we we're going to do a little test, because I'm thinking this other webcam that I'll show you in a little bit might be a better picture. It looks better on my screen, but I want to hear from you guys. We can get this dialed in, and maybe it'll improve the overall experience. Jimbo Slice, what's going on? You're leading. Are you leading overall, Rusty, or just the uh, the lowly beat Hellabass group? Chris Russ checking in from Iowa. Let's uh, let's look at MLF fantasy fishing here. I guess let's just take let's just take a check in on the old dead crest, shall we? Tom Mix, how you doing, my man? Ooh, yeah. I feel you, bro. I feel you, bro. Uh, let's go this way. Looks like DC Dustin Canal, the early lead. Um, which is it's good to have these people on your team in the early rounds leading stacking pounds. But the way the Red Crest is set up, it's basically a two-day tournament to cut to top 20. 
then it zeroes out the weights. So Dustin Cannell, as long as he makes the top 20, doesn't get to carry any of these weights into the final round. So there is that. So he really just wants to like, I mean, ideally <laughs> you finish 15 to 20th. Don't burn that many fish and build going into the last three days, which are all cumulative. Peg leg fisherman. What's going on? Let's see here. So 16 pounds. So the top 20 right now, Stephen Browning at 11 pounds, fairly modest, you know, just under 12 pounds has got you in good position. Thrift right where he wants to be playing it just right. 13 pounds comfortably in the cut. I'm sure Montgomery wish he had about another pound to be a little, you know, he's less than a pound out of the cut, but, uh, got to remember they have the live scoreboard so they all know exactly where they are uh Andy Morgan that's tough Dakota Eber I mean but you know you know outside of maybe Alton Jones and David Walker that's tough to make up 9 pounds but like Wesley Strader is only basically 4 pounds out that's one bite so there's basically 38 of the 40 guys are still alive for the most part I think So that's interesting. Yeah, it definitely will be right. Yeah, if you're playing the predictor game, it'll definitely be in that 20 to 30. There's no way it drops below 20, uh, right? If you That would mean that basically <laughs> 34 guys would have to do basically worse on day two than day one. And only five guys are on pace to break 30. <laughs> so that's a slam dunk. Uh, for the predictor game. I didn't get to watch. Uh, yeah, I think I think plenty of guys are saving fish for the cut, to be honest. Everybody that's above the cut saving fish. I didn't get to watch any of it. I was traveling for work today, so I didn't see any of it. I'll probably get a late day tomorrow. I can probably peek in on it a little bit. log me in let's check in on the fantasy fishing here Darius did you go fishing today well it says my page is not working for major league fishing But I do got some tackle to show you guys. Oh, it's working now. Here we go. Looks like I'm in 4,000th. That's great. <laughs> is that the event score? It is. Man, it's got to be tight, though. It's tight as the weights are. <clears throat> I can't imagine. I mean, everybody, I got Dakota Eber at 10 pounds. What's the leaderboard look like here? How do they have 745 pounds in this? That's the overall. Yeah, let's uh, just red crest. So yeah, I, I'm 4,000, but I'm only 16 pounds back. 
That is very tight. So in my group, I'm 142nd overall. Not great. Let's look at the uh, red crest here. See, I'm nine pounds out and I'm in 75th. Jay, the doc, JJ Patton. So there you go. All right, that's our live look at uh, the Dead Crest. I don't know that we need to talk about that anymore. So I got three boxes of stuff because uh, I finally bought fishing stuff for the first time. Um, Ed, you keep dropping out. What does that mean? Fancy fishing? What are we talking about? The signal? What are you talking about, Ed? Get your likes now before the... There you go. I like it, like it. Uh, neither of those things. I don't think I have anything that qualifies as terminal tackle. Um, and I didn't get any spunk sheds. Edwin caught a six today. There you go. Oh, Dustin Taylor. He's got his tournament coming up. Lake of the Ozarks. Oh, nice and... That'll get them fishy. Lake of the Ozark, they, they eat when it's like that, though. That should be good. Yeah, BTL going head-to-head -head with me tonight, so that's going to help numbers. Come on, Panger. Stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> uh, signal. I don't. Is, it might just be you, Ed. Is anybody else having any issues? I feel like my uh, stream is strong tonight, but uh, I could be wrong. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> uh, a lot will change tomorrow. All right. No issue. So it might just all good over here. All right. So I got this little box here. So this box was actually kind of a necessity thing. I got a little whiteboard of things I needed to get. And this is something I got. So uh, for those of you that have front-facing sonar, you know that like sometimes you adjust the knobs or you take them off or you go from right like then sometimes you'll take the knob off and so i got this extra mount up on mine so i can take my live scope and put it up further on the trolling motor so it gets out of the grass if i'm fishing in slop but i dropped the knob on my <laughs> i was actually didn't drop it in the lake but it could happen i dropped it on the curb when i was filming that last video of the uh, year-end review of the KMS, and i forgot that i dropped it put the boat away and then i ended up running it over with the trailer tire uh, and so I found a place that does replacement knobs on Etsy for live scope units. So I got a red one <laughs> and a black one. I don't want to say this one was, I probably have, there's probably an invoice in here. A little note here. It's Brad Jit, so like budget, but Brad Jit designs on Etsy. So it was uh, ten dollars for the durable black and five dollars for the red. So this one was ten dollars. It's supposedly a better grade bolt and slightly more durable material. And this one was only five dollars. Uh, I want to say they're like you can't. I couldn't find just the bolt on uh anywhere online and you had to buy the whole like assembly mount kit for like forty dollars so i got two for like 15 plus shipping so it was like 21 dollars with tax and everything for two replacements um 
So I thought that was kind of cool. So it's uh, an Etsy. If anybody if anybody loses their knob, Bradget Designs <laughs> on Etsy. No affiliate. <laughs> Just thought it was a cool product and a cool idea. Uh, so I basically got this black one. That'll be the main one. And this red one, I thought it'd be easier to find. I'll throw this one in like a compartment. This would be like my emergency spare. So there's the idea. Not a swim bait, Brandon. Um, I don't know. Um, I didn't see that for active target, Darius. But you could probably send him a note. You could probably make one. He's 3D printing them. Um, I don't know if the bolt is different for active target. Um, I don't know what the threat is. <laughs> um, that's why instead of I'm sure I could have like figured it out and made my own, but for that price, I was uh must be doing their spring sales there. Uh, what's up, Gary? Probably watching. Is there any hockey on tonight? How are the Blues doing this year? I haven't really been following. Um, he had a lot of other, like, uh, for you kayak friends on the channel, there was a lot of, he had a lot of, like, 3D printed, like, kayak parts for different kayak accessories for, like, little mounts and holds for, like, bump boards and catch boards and little tool holders that were like super light and inexpensive for kayaks. So also check that out. All right. So here's the thing. Before we get into the bait opening, let's test out this camera here. So I don't know what the best way to do this. Let's call this the original camera, the one with my name right here. And then the new camera is the other one. Let's uh, what look on my screen. The the new camera looks way better. I'm gonna set up a quick poll here, so we can. Uh... Print. This is new. Right, so current. Is the one with my name right here <laughs> and uh the new one yeah youtube's always better ed everybody knows that yeah i feel like the the new one has more vibrant color it pops more it looks more lifelike yeah 100 say the new like so if we all let's, let's do a little so we like look at a bait That's what I was hoping. Like, I don't know. And so I never liked that old one. That's what I used for a long time. Now I switched to this new one. But after seeing it, it looks way more crisp. It looks, I don't know. All right. So let's, uh, we can, uh, so let's see here. I'm actually going to remove this. I might go away for just a second here. All right. There. Now the new camera is the main camera. Actually, in the old camera is the new camera. I actually used to stream with this new one for a long time, and then I got this Logitech new one, and uh, I don't know. So I guess we'll... Uh... Yep. All right. All right. We'll use this one. Maybe we'll use the other one as a bait cam or something. Yeah. So... Uh... Is Clay here tonight? Because Clay said, I think a couple streams ago, that he said Ben Milliken would get zero top tens in the opens this year. Uh, and he uh, came out pretty strong with a top five. 
I don't know if I mean so that, I think that officially makes him the greatest YouTube fisherman when it comes to tournament wise or bassmaster open wise ever because I don't know that Oliver Nye, uh what's the one the other guy uh the other Guggen guy <laughs> what was that uh what's his name the guy that was like super like I'm gonna fish the opens and I fished the NFPL and he dropped out of both of them and all that stuff what uh, what was Lunkers so guys like Lunkers and Oliver and a bunch of other guys literally have I don't know if they've ever cashed a check and then Milliken gets a top five. So, yeah, Clay's probably overwatching Panger since Panger jumped on alive tonight. But uh, next time, if you're watching the replay, Clay, we want a public apology. <laughs> the shared posts are clear too. That shouldn't matter on the shared posts. That shouldn't. But what's up, Jermaine? I've got some maybe tease. Maybe there's some success to show off tonight, Jermaine. What's up, Carl? Did you get uh, any packages this week? All right, so let's let's talk about what happened here. <clears throat> so the first spring deal, was that the first spring deal? Or was that just a premium? I think it was just a premium deal. It was the pre-spring deal. Uh, they had double points for premium members. If you haven't signed up for premium, this may be a, a case for why you may think about it from all the other things, is they run these special promos. And uh, link down in the description if you decide to join premium. Uh, it helps me out if you click that link. But uh, train of thought. So I've been thinking about, I got some credits built up. And I was been thinking about a Shimano reel. I haven't bought a Shimano reel. I've been mostly buying Daiwa reels for a long time because Daiwa, my code works on. <laughs> my code typically does not work on Shimano reels. But with the double, and codes rarely work on Shimano, Loomis, Megabass, a few other brands. And uh, I did look at the Maravel. I almost bought the Maravel. I almost bought this reel and the Maravel. But then I realized I didn't think I really needed a spinning reel. Because, like, I've got a rub rose here basically sitting not on a rod. So, anyways. So, I was like, I'm going to get a Shimano the double points back and then anything else you had in your if you bought a rod or a reel i bought this on the 27th of february which is the last day of that deal and uh i was like i'm gonna throw some other stuff in there so i can get some double points back on those so that's the the premise of what what got me to make the first order so i haven't bought anything since like jan or like november december back in like the holidays uh sales so i haven't bought this is my first order uh, of the season in 2023. So forgive me for being weak. I finally broke and the, the bait monkey. Uh, yeah. See lots of comments. Yeah. I think Ben, you know, has put his time in and, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, it's good to see him do well. Like he's always been serious about bass fishermen. He works hard at his fishing. He, you can tell in his videos, he still has passion about fishing. He doesn't, it's not like a, I don't know. Uh, you know, he, he never really did like the, silly challenges and all that kind of stuff for the most part. I'm sure he did some of it, but like for the most part, he's stuck true to like just fishing and things like that. All right. So the first box from our friends at Omnia. So 
I guess we'll just start with the, I, don't know, I guess, a note. So I got a nice note from Sydney. Wishing me good luck on the water. I can probably kill this uh, other camera. Uh, anyway. So I did get the drum roll. Corrado, Corrado MGL 150. And I did get it in like a 6 3 or 6 whatever the gear range, 6 2 to 1. I was going to use this more for reaction bait. So I know a lot of you have been talking about like waiting for me to come out with that Caven 735 CB rod review follow up. And I just don't like the older Corrado G. It's kind of like a noisy, not running great Corrado G. Uh, on there and i just don't use it much because i don't love that reel so i think this will help get more work out of the caden rod i think that's probably the where it's going to end up main jermaine approves let's see i think somebody said uh chris maybe bought the arc reel and the tool spinning not impressed with the arc reel so far never tried an arc So, not, I mean, new to me, but obviously has been out a while. Um, Bob Stevens, yeah, for the most part, have always enjoyed Pareto, Corrado's, Tomato, Tomato. Um, so, there it is. I like that just nice, clean, matte, black, matte, kind of, the, I don't know what we'll call it, charcoal slate. It's just very clean, not too flashy. Um, these ones are made in Malaysia. So overall, nice, comfortable size reel. Feels pretty smooth. I feel like I forget. Tell me again. Are uh, is it Shimano's that are dry, or Daiwa's that are dry, or Shimano greasy? I forget which way it is. Uh, Justin Cook, I have two SLX XTs. I would say they're my favorite reels for the money. At what one twenty, one thirty. Die was dry. So I feel like maybe this one has too much grease in it. It feels like it's like it might be able to be cleaned a little bit and like re-oiled, I think. I feel like this one could probably be a little too much. But so that's what got it going. Um it feels good in hand. I probably need to put it on a rod. I don't really have a rod handy. Maybe actually I got a fury I could throw it on just to see what it feels like. Put a Gomexis handle on there for cranking small baits. Let me, all right, let me grab that rod here. This will be not the rod that I put it on, but. I don't think the real seats from the Fury to the Caden are all that much different. Let me get this rod sleeve off here. I'm not a big like handle switcher. I kind of I don't get that fussy with handles, Brandon. So there, there it is on a Fury. Balance feels really good. Yeah, feels pretty, very comfortable in hand. 
Yeah. No offense to the people that like custom handles, but that's not where I like to spend my money. I can see on maybe on certain jig or frog rods or where you're really looking to get a little more leverage and uh, traction and power maybe, but for a regular cranking rod. Um, yeah, exactly. Hummingbird dropped a huge sale. Do they have something in stock? <laughs> um yeah, why would I spend $65 on a reel? I mean, that, that's like a quarter of the price of the reel. I could buy uh, jerk baits or swim baits or something like that, or crank baits from TK or who knows. All right. So then, right. So while we were buying that, to me, the big advantage of premium, one of the unsung, I guess, advantages of premium is that you get points back, whether it's the standard 10% on normal purchases or in some of these bonus events you get double right you can use that to buy things like shimano code protected mega bass protected um so what i got is a couple of uh eight inch mag drafts brendan are you pleased with the eight inch is the eight inch big enough for you brendan so i grabbed a couple in the I guess that's, I think it's called the albino color or albino pearl shad. So just for comparison's sake, there's the six inch versus the eight inch. You know, j besides length, there's just a considerable girth difference in uh, magnitude of size. It scales not just length, but uh, oh, does this thing really like the six inch? I want to get my ruler out here. So I would say the six inch under reports at about more like five and three quarter and the eight inch is right on. Yeah. So like this is what you tell your girlfriend is six inch and this is actually eight inch. So we'll get to throw these around a little bit, but I thought, you know, not something you typically find on sale often code protected. So to get 20% back on these was a pretty good deal. All right. So then along the same lines, um, got some baits that I have wanted to get, but haven't gotten. Nice stacks. You got yourself a 16 volt powerhouse lithium. Just can do the install. Did you, did you order it online and happen to use the code buddy? If you did, that's awesome to save yourself 10%. Uh, we, I might talk about that later. I may or may not have something in route from Powerhouse Lithium, but it's not here. So they were throwing big swim baits at Redcrest today? Like the guys that got to like 14, 15, 16 pounds, they just picked up a swim bait and started chucking around for a big bite maybe? Um, so the other thing I got was Mega Bass. I bought... Um, some 110 plus one juniors. So these 110 junior plus ones, I've got some 110 juniors, not super excited about, but I've heard really good things about the 110 plus one juniors. Uh, when fish are keyed in on small bait and uh, you need to get that extra depth. So 
excited about these. I got uh, two uh, Edo Naturals, which is this one. I just went with some kind of like simple shad pattern, minnow pattern, and then I got a Kasumi Edo. That one's kind of sitting in the pack funny. It's kind of a holographic shad. So, yeah. Uh, I've heard really good things. And I had the 110 juniors. Really didn't like them. I did not get any of the 110 plus twos. Bob said so you got two eight-inch Ospreys on eBay for $8. Nice. Jerkbaits, wacky worms. Are the Lake Master Premium VX? I am not, I do not have that card. I have not played around with that card. I don't even quite remember what that new card does, to be honest. Yeah. And I, I did do well late in the year with the jerkbait on the front facing sonar. The the, the, the front face, the live scope definitely makes the uh, jerkbait more fun and interesting for sure. Did they have Matt Chad in stock? It was limited supply. I mean, I feel like there was very limited stock by the time the 27th rolled around. I'm sure some other people had the same idea I did where they were throwing Mega Bass stuff in on top of their uh, um, orders. I, uh, I think I'm going to slow play the Harry Dice, William. Um, it's probably not going to be the first thing. Not saying won't ever, but unlikely to be anytime soon. May 13th, is that our opener? I'll be fishing long before that. I'll be on the river. I'll go down to Okaboji. I'll go out to Big Stone. Um, what is that a jerkbait? Is it a crankbait? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm up. I like Daiwa's a lot, and it just was looking for the right opportunity to get a Shimano. Um, Dax has been throwing the Matt Shad. Nice, nice. Very cool. So, yeah, that was the first order. So, I got four 110 juniors, uh, two eight inch mag drafts, and a Corrado. Not a bad way to jump in to the uh, tackle buying. Eastern South Dakota. Very nice. <clears throat> Good fishing over there. I think, Brian, aren't you heading out to Eastern South Dakota? Maybe you and uh, Peg Leg Fisherman should talk. Uh, I Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to The zillion is super nice. Uh, you know... As an everyday reel, do I want to spend that much for a reel? Not really, but it is a really nice reel. Uh, I have nothing to knock about the zillion other than it's a little pricey, but is it worth it? I mean, it, it stacks up there for that price point. So, but I, I'm not going to have like 10 zillions, unlikely. <laughs> yeah, Big Stone's a fun place beautiful i mean like the other thing is just like cool right like the, the deer the pheasants the fox the wildlife everything you know turkeys everything going on in that area is really cool 
Yeah, it seems like the the, the stun has a lit jerk, but I haven't tried one yet. All right, so then that was order number one. And then our good friend Punch Fishing, Brian Reesgraff, sent me a note about something that came in stock. And oh, nice. Hartford Beach, that's a nice area. I've, I've definitely fished out in front of it. So he sent me something. And so like I feel like a little bit like the seal got opened with that first order. <laughs> I've been very good. Been behaving myself. Um, and he told me about a bait that was released by a company, and then they finally had some. So Jackal re-released the bling. A bait that has was a very popular crankbait, I don't know, five plus years ago. They discontinued it because that's what Jackal does. They have really good baits, like the bow stick and what the they have a frog that I was it the Iobi? One of their frogs was really good. They discontinued that. There's probably a bunch of other baits. I'm sure uh, what the uh, super eruption spinner bait. There's probably a list of a bunch of other ones. They finally brought it back. So I grabbed a couple. I got the uh, molting craw, some spring colors. So this is mainly, I think, a lot of what I'll use this for is spring shallow cranking. Um, TK. Don't be mad at me. I did get the dark craw. It's a good looking bait. <clears throat> uh, so th that's what got the thing started. Oh. Will they allow other people to fish it? I tried to fish their uh, state tournament on Oahe last year, and they told me, no, thank you. Do not come. Um, I'm on the committee for the Bass Nation. We're thinking that 100 boats on Big Stone for our tournament might be a little tight, but it is in discussions. I think you'll like the ringed hooks, Alex. Brendan and Jermaine actually uh, streaming tonight. Turn 16. Well, you can go to pool too, Peyton. Pool 2, as soon as ice melts, you can fish Pool 2 right there in St. Paul for bass. It's a year-round catch and release. There is no season on Pool 2. <laughs> I can't get Sobe to answer any of my questions uh, rarely ever. So as much fun as that sounds, he's hard to pin down. Brian got some of the. There's probably they're probably just about all gone by now. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like the silver minnow is maybe not the most efficient tool for the job. I think there's other baits that hook up better now. They've been replaced with like skinny dipper swim baits and buzz frogs and traditional frogs. Uh, not saying you can't catch them, but I just don't know that they are the most efficient tool for the job anymore. Yeah. There you go. Anybody wants to talk about South Dakota fishing? Peg leg fisherman on IG. Yeah. 
Oh, Bill, come on. I got a great video of Shallow Cranking where we, I crushed him last year, Shallow Cranking on Pool 2. RJ, what's going on? Somebody just mentioned that they uh, received a 16-volt battery today that they ordered from Powerhouse. Dax Marshall. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Schedules are tough. My life is... But uh, possibly. Send me a DM on Instagram. Yeah. Very nice. Rich17 said he bought a lot of Bling 55s. How close is that to Knoxville, Matthew? Because I'm trying to get to Knoxville this month. So, so got me thinking, if they got a shipment of Jacqueline, what bait do I particularly like that is hard to find? And is there any chance they got more Jackal Rearrange MRs in stock? And it just happens. They did. So... I bought a pile of them. <laughs> so I got four of the Secret Chad 2, because this is probably my favorite jerkbait right now, the one that I have the most confidence in. I don't think I have the chewed up one on my desk right now. I don't know where it is. Maybe it's putting away in a box somewhere. I don't, I don't see it anywhere. But the, you've seen the chewed up version in a while before. So I got four of those. I'm not sure if there's any left or not. But uh, uh, ice on pool two kind of depends on how fast the spring runoff melts, all that stuff. But I've definitely been out there in March before. So I am still contemplating. There is potential that I will have a work trip either the weekend before or the week, or the week before or week after. So I'm kind of holding off hoping that I can, because uh, I think my work trip will bring me to Indianapolis, which is a lot closer to Knoxville than Minneapolis. So that could potentially make it a lot easier and less, less expensive to get there. So I'm going to probably be last second until after that work. Um, but it's looking more and more, but I'm probably not going to, Locked down for a little bit on weather for sure. Yeah, I just don't have that much time to invest. I got a job and kids, so it's hard to... Uh, if I take all this time to go fishing in the spring, that cuts into the time I have to go tournament fishing later in the year. As much as I'd love to just travel on as you may not believe that i'm not a full-time content creator <laughs> i got a real job so but i appreciate it um i'd love to just go down and drive around and fish with people or bring the slainest down uh and hang out but uh that's not the reality at this point in my life so i wanted to get a more so i got this one which is a silver shad a little bit different color 
sharp. So this is, what did I call it? Uh, Silver Shad, HL Silver Shad. So I just want to get a more natural minnow for different applications. Got that one. Expand my horizons outside of just throwing Secret Shad 2 all the time. And then I grab, I don't know if I'm a big fan of their perch color. It kind of reminds me of like those realistic paint jobs, like the Live Target and a few other people. I'm not a huge fan, but it's kind of a matte kind of photo perch. But I thought with all the smallies and perch we have up here, I should have at least one perch bait. So maybe I can get a few fish to chew on it, rough it up a little bit. It'd be a fish catcher, maybe. I have thrown the 130. I did catch some fish on it. Um, I did. I should have looked to see if those also also aren't typically in stock. I guess I should have looked at that because uh, um. I kind of want to get some more one thirties. Maybe I should look. See now what you're doing. You're you're feeding in to me cracking and getting me to buy uh, too much tackle. The jackal bling you're not supposed to buy, according to Marty, is the uh, the dark craw because uh, supposedly that is a, a take on one of TK's tackle crafts colors. What's up, Gabe? Thanks for making me watch Travis paint doors on Monday night. I've definitely caught fish on perch jerk baits, and you know, I like like on Vermilion, I'll throw a more of a perch themed chatterbait often. Um, Threadfin Shad, not sure if they had that one in stock. I, I have much more confidence in the MR, the, the medium diver, and I don't know if that's I, – I've caught some fish on the regular one, but the MR is the one that I really seem to do the best on. Yeah, I like, like a gold blade, and then it's kind of basically like a bluegill skirt with a gold blade. It's the – it's like the – it's one of the height gills. Let me see. Let's see if I can find it quick. The one that I like. Make it in the Mini Max and the Jackhammer. That's right there. It's Brett's bluegill, I think. Yeah. This one right here. It's kind of like watermelon with a little bit of orange. Green head, and it's got that gold blade. And I think that's what really makes it kind of perchy is that gold blade. And then I typically put some kind of like a watermelon or a smoke, kind of a natural translucent. Like, a, that's the one time I, oh, actually, you know what? But you have it right here. So there it is with a, a tactical minnow on it. Yeah. Right, the gold blade. Oops, but in like super clear water, I like to throw like something more like that, something a little more like gold or translucent. I think there's one that's more of a smoke color. Depending on how clear the water is, I'll kind of dial it up, and I don't see that other swim on. Uh, but there's kind of like a gray, ghosty colored swim on. 
I don't see it in here. Um, you can probably pull it up on the old Omnia site. So it's this one. Smoky Gold. So this, that Brett's Bluegill with the Smoky Gold is a deadly, deadly combo for smallies where perch are present in relatively clean water, in my opinion. Mostly vermilion is where I've been testing it. Um, Michael said he caught his PB on Brett's Bluegill. The smallies like them too, Kyle. Could be the golden roach. You won't be pissed. Um, how deep on the MR? See, last year in the fall for largemouth, I was probably fishing in six to eight foot with the MR. And the thing I, uh, and I could see the grass clumps of coontail, the old milfoil coming up. And I threw the, the a regular like one ten chatterbait, and on my screen I could see I was like, I don't know, two feet above the grass. And I was like, mm, it's cold water. I think the fish are gonna come out. So I moved that MR. And then I could see my chatterbait like really just like coming right across the tips of the grass and like instantly started catching them. Um, Chunky D and Shadflas. I have some Chunky Ds, but I think they're in uh, like just the uh, Superbug. All right, so what else was in there? So that kind of opened the seal. So like I had an order going, you know, with the six Jackal, and I was like, well, we're in deep now. We might as well make this a good order. Uh, favorite budget jerkbait? I mean, the I guess what depends on your budget. So like the 110s, like those are what, 25 bucks? The rearrange is like 15. And then if you use my code, right, you get it for like 12 bucks. Uh, the Omnia code, which we could probably throw that Omnia code up on the bottom of the screen for anybody that uh, wants to save at Omnia Fishing down there. Also, have it in the description. Um, I've heard the Yozuri is really good jerkbait. I mean, I guess I don't know what's budget anymore. Uh, the Striking jerkbaits, the Sixth Sense. The next stick. They're all pretty good jerk baits. But when you say budget, you say like under $10, under $15. I guess that, that helps. All right. What else is in the box? Oh, by the way, uh, our buddy Andrew said uh, tight order, homie. So he approved of this order. I have not tried the shimano world minnow so um i got some of these missile baits magic worms and green pumpkin money i had uh gotten them in their missile morning in the past but i wanted to have something more natural so i got this color i ordered those other ones back this fall or back in november they weren't in stock but i kind of like this more natural kind of laminated green pumpkin i figure like in our bluegill waters little little jj's magic a little chartreuse tip on that and i think we'll be 
cooking with gas there. So wanted to get these to go along with the uh, the the morning color. Minkota Instinct is that their brushing brushless trolling motor? I mean, he's okay. I don't know if he's the best. Um, I have not tried the click and fr- the the clack and click and fritz side yet. You know, sometimes I'll throw a drop shot when I have to, Nick. All right, what else did I get? So this one I feel like, so I bought some of the three-inch boss grubs a while back, and now I I thought they were too small. So now I bought some of the four-inch, but there's something, they're not like way smaller than a menace grub, but there's something about them that just feels less substantial than a menace grub. I don't know. I thought I would like this as a jig trailer, but there's something, I don't know. It, It just, it's really subtle on the tail there and i just i don't know i don't get great vibes from the boss grub and the three inch was definitely way too finessey and even this four inch doesn't feel but i should mention that like both menace grubs and boss grubs call these four inch baits and this comes in at basically three and a quarter on what planet is that a four-inch bait? And the menace grub is the same way. We are getting robbed by the people in their menace grub knockoffs because the menace grub is also basically three and three-eighths inches long. And they call it four inches. I feel like I'm going to end up sticking with the menace. I'll try this maybe, but I am not. Don't get great vibes from the boss grub. So if somebody in chat or comments watching the replay can say, the boss grub whales, you should throw it, fish it like this, uh, I would love to hear it because uh, I don't got great vibes out of the pack. There could be some shrinkage. Uh, I guess I don't know. The missile baits are basically hand poured by Roboworm. So if you like Roboworm, you should like the missile magic worms. But uh, I haven't really fished them yet. I bought one pack late last year, never threw them, and one pack this spring. So to be determined. What would I, I would on a power shot? What's your definition of power shot? Like spinning rod power shot or like baitcaster power shot? Like probably throw it on a 703 spinning rod with braid to fluoro. All right, so that's the boss grub. So along that same vein, I was saying, so I was like, at this point, I started going through my uh, wish list. Like, so you can write on Omnia, you can, uh, right, you can create a, a wish list when you're signed in. And uh, so 
things that I don't intend to buy right away, I'll throw on this wish list. And then when I'm making an order, I'll like go through here and look for things. And there's the one that got me, the bongo. So the six cents bongo. I did not get any of the scone bugs, but kind of wish I would have now. But I got some of the bongos, and I would say my opinion of the bongos are opposite of that of the boss scrub. These ones, I'm legitimately, A, I like the packaging way better. Hate these stupid clamshells. Um, but these bongos seem pretty legit. Like, I like the kind of not super bright. I kind of like that semi-dull color. Green pumpkin... Green pumpkin blue, and then I think the other one is green pumpkin juice. So they're nice and soft, a little bit different shape body. I feel like these would be pretty good. And these are their made in the USA. So these six cents actually makes these bongos in the US. Some of their plastics now they make in the US. So like just size comparison, a little more meaty, a little more substantial than a menace scrub. But uh, I think this could be good. I bought some six cents flushes, but other than one pack of six cents flushes, these are my like really first six S plastics. What do you think, Jermaine? Do we get the Jermaine mainstream fishing seal of approval for getting some bongos? So I think I could flip these. Definitely jig trailers, possibly bladed jig trailers overall. Kind of excited about these. Clamshells are a waste of plastic, and they're a waste of space as well. I don't like how much space they take up um, in my boat, my tackle bags. Dad Bell says the bongo is ordered. I did not order any fuzzy dice. Brian got some bongos as well. All right. But there's more. So I didn't get the scone bug, but I did try some of these shape 108s. So I try I bought some of the four and a half inch and the three and a half inch 108s. The four and a half inch is or the four inch, sorry, is pretty substantial. Negative on the uh, clamshell, which sucks. It kind of reminds me of the bottle, the the old school, like power bait crowds used to have kind of like this body that's similar. But this is kind of reminds me of a like a rage bug almost, a rage craw. And this is their uh, goat color, which is a little bit like 1099 or super bug. Pretty good looking color from uh, power bait. And then actually this other color I got, which is. Uh, bluegill flash i definitely see throwing this one as a jig trailer kind of vibing on this one not gonna lie this is an interesting color this uh so the top is kind of like a green pumpkin bluegilly color and then the bottom has just got like a hard silver like metal flake flash i feel like if you're on like a Baitfish bite, Shad's bond. This could be like sneaky good. 
I really like the looks. I don't. It's a. It's almost like a. Bean pumpkin magic with like a hard flash underneath it. Kind of like it. So there's the, the four inch versus the three and a half inch. Big. I mean, ha, they are pretty much right on. I think measurement wise, I think I measured them. The four inch is probably more. Yeah, just a touch over four. Three and a half inches, touch over three and a half inch. But like, just like the six and eight inch mag draft, the, the whole thing scales with it. So you're getting quite a bit more water movement and presence, you know, with that half inch. But I feel like this day in and day out is a jig trailer, um, or even on a bladed jig or something like that, where this I would probably just straight flip or on a big jig, like a half three quarter ounce. So I'm really trying to size up and bulk up. That's probably what I'd go with that. I have not ever used a Kistler reel. I have no opinion. My thoughts on the power pole move. It is, I, I haven't really like dug in to watch the videos to see like what it all does and the features or any of that stuff. So I really don't have an opinion on, I guess I haven't had time to watch to see what the breakdown is other than like the, the pro jargon of like, quieter more powerful duh, duh, like all those like truly subjective claims um but you know what i think the starting price is five grand and i think there's like some versions that are more expensive so i mean that's that's wow five grand is it is it worth two ultrexes i don't know that seems steep i mean people complain about the price of bass boats but really what's driving up bass boat costs more than anything is the cost of the outboards how much when now we're putting instead of like back in the old day we like each bass boat came with like a flasher or like a five inch black and white screen and now we're decking them out with three to four eight nine ten twelve plus inch screens you know putting shallow water anchors trolling motors back in the day you know used to be four hundred dollars now they're two three five grand like that's what's driving up i mean yes the bass boats themselves the hulls have gotten more expensive but really it's all the other stuff we're putting on them that's driving those like packages through the roof i mean if you just bought a boat and you put a couple of uh flashers or vexlars or like real simple graphs on it and uh you know a, a 80 pound maxim right like you'd be surprised how inexpensively or at least reasonably you could put together but that's just not the way boats are set up anymore um yeah i don't know what it does that the other brushless i haven't like i said i haven't really dug in and i don't know what you're getting for five thousand dollars other than everybody has always said that powerball is amazing customer service so but is it worth an extra two grand Like Bob got him some stuff at Omnia. Nice. Yeah, I haven't fished the... Uh, I got one pack of Spunk Sheds, but I've not tried them yet. What's up, Amy? Amy, can you tell TK that next time he does a drop, can you give the campers like a 15-minute notice instead of a 10-minute notice? Because by the time I was on there, they were all gone. 
constructive criticism. I have not seen the zoo, new Zoom horny toad. Oh, no. Yeah, I guess I have. It's the, yeah, I forget what they call it. Um, could be good. Yeah, 25% off on fishing line at Omnia as well this week. What was gone in the flash? The the scone bugs. It's literally scrolling on the bottom of the screen right now, Cody. Like right, just just went by, like right there. It's coming again. Yep. <laughs> and it's also always in the description of any of my videos. So if you go to any video that's on my channel and scroll down, it's always there. Benedetto, we good, we good. Just got back from Hotlanta today. Where the heck have I been? I'm sitting right here. I've been here every week for a long time. There you go. Matthew says, Phoenix 819, base price right around 50 grand. By the time he got what he wanted on there, he was over 70. Just don't tell the other people. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right. What else is in? Uh, I guess that was it. Other than uh, I guess I still got beef jerky. Is anybody else still getting beef jerky in their order from Omnia? Boat snacks? I did see these scone bugs shown. They do look pretty good, actually. They're like a, a little bit beefed up mana scrub. Actually, the weight oh here, this is probably the better picture here. Oh, well, they only got one. Yeah, I saw some on like Instagram stuff. They actually look pretty good. Yeah, I know. I was. Also at work, doing my job in a warehouse. By the time I got to the hotel, they were gone. Uh, Mark got some jerky. Oh, good. Yours might have jerky. I don't know. Brian says... Uh, Omnia's fire got my two rods in two days to. I know. Chris got jerky. Yeah, I need more notice because I think the rat brain would actually be better than the 1.0 for me. Uh, classic pick. Um, I say Christy goes back to back. Redcrest. Um, I think Montgomery will show up by the last day. Any Montgomery. What else do we want to talk about? What else? I got some things on my list here. We talked about Milliken. We talked about Dead Crest. Bassmaster's classic. Like I said, I, I think I'm going to end up going down there, but I need to wait because I think I can uh, 
parlay some work traveling to save myself some money. Um, I did not talk about the new Dio Elite offering. I don't know much about them. I know I heard Pete say that they were about to, like, they could drop on the site any day. Um, I did notice that, like, if you go to the, uh, this was nice of them to do this time, is on the, uh, right? You have the two Tila Elite. They add the 2018 release, and then they mark the ones that are, 2020, which makes it a little easier to know which ones you're looking at. Um, looks like they have a few in stock. So if you didn't have your Omnia stock, it looks like the new Tatula Elites are in stock. And you can use the code on the bottom of the screen to save yourself 15%. So that'll save you like 30 bones on that rod. So that's not... All bad. They have some of the uh, casting rods in. I don't know much about the two deletes. I've never fished them. But uh, look at that. Looks like they got just about every one of the bait casters still in stock. So there you go. You can use the March code if you need to. Hmm. Thanks, Amy. Yep. Has anybody hit you up for one of these hoodies yet, Amy, on the print craft? Chris says he's got he got some twenty five percent offline, hoping for some jerky. I did not see any of Redcrest today. I was working and traveling. Flurry paid well for the first time in a long time. Wild one. You know, Ron, I'm really not one to kiss and tell. Nick says Redcrest was terrible. Why was it terrible? Yeah, that, that I did have that on my list to talk about. So I don't know if you guys saw this. I don't remember the guy's name. I probably don't even really. Right. So this guy, he's like a local, a lawyer, a barrister that fishes Ufala. Try to summarize this. Basically, he's like super good buddies with. Uh, What's the young Tucker, the kid that won the U.S. Open, right? Landon? No, not Landon. Or Tucker, no, it's Tucker Smith. Tucker, Tucker's his first name, right? So basically this Tucker's fishing in this area and he's watching him. And this other competitor in the Bassmaster comes up and starts fishing next to him. And this guy decides that that guy is too close to his friend. So he comes in and basically confronts this young Bassmaster open angler and basically tries to run him off the spot. I don't know if he actually did, but basically comes up to him and says, you're too close. What are you doing? You're unprofessional. He gives him a fake name. 
doesn't even tell him his real name. He tell he tells him some name that's supposedly like a Ufala like legend and uses that name. I don't remember all the details. Basically lies about his name. Also lies that he doesn't know Tucker. And actually they're like family friends. And then uh, basically threatens that if he doesn't leave in five minutes, he's going to start doing donuts around his boat for the rest of the day and ruin his day fishing. And then he makes a whole big follow-up video on Facebook about why he did it and why da 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 And to me, uh, whatever your name is, watch your own bobber, Karen. It's not your job to be the police on the water. You don't know who was there yesterday. You don't know if that guy was there yesterday and Tucker came on him or if they fished together yesterday. If Tucker had a problem, Tucker should have said something. So, I mean, yes, in general, people don't have the courtesy on the water and people do fish too close to each other, but it is not this guy, this guy from Ufala, uh, almighty lawyer. It's not his job to try to be policing. So, um, yeah. There's a new Shimano SLX reel. My old ones are working fine. Do they have any Vixens at Omnia? I don't think so. <laughs> They're listed on there, but as far as I know, they never... I don't think they ever got the shipment in. So when everybody else, like the Tackle Trap and Tackle Warehouse and everybody else got theirs in, uh, Omnia didn't make the list, I don't think. So I don't... Until you see another big thing come out from Reaction Innovations, I doubt they're just going to show up at Omnia. So I think they just... They didn't make the cut on that round, I don't think. So do they not offer a brushless motor any other tone besides, I mean, I guess Lawrence and Garmin both have brushless, power poles brushless, and then motor guide, and I think motor guide and Minn Kota are still brushed, but I think Minn Kota is close. Nick bought the Shimano Miravel and the Ballistic in Daiwa and thinks the Miravel might be nicer. I think it's quite a bit cheaper too, right? Than the Ballistic? Am I not wrong? <laughs> that would be crazy if the new Minkota was 10 grand. Unless it's just got like built in 360 and Mega Live all in one package, then maybe it'd be worth. Trenton's got 10 of the new Miravilles. Wow. Yeah, before the spring, I'll probably get one of the uh, Procyon monocoques. Commentary analysis. So I think last year, Punch and I hung out and we watched the, the watch party for the final, what, hour or two of the Grand Lake Redcrest. I think we're talking about maybe doing that on Sunday. So... If you hate the MLF commentary, uh, maybe Punch and I will go live for the last hour or two of Redcrest this year. Do a watch party like we did last year. Uh... <laughs> yeah, let's 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 move some merch. Uh, Redcrest suck. Dustin seconds that. Tucker Smith, yeah. Bono said he didn't think it was terrible, but it got boring once everybody settled in at their weights. Amy says that dude was absurd. Yep, 
yeah, he basically faked to be a professional guide down there. Uh, confirmed it will be quite some time before Omnia will get some Vixens in. Um, I don't think they have any rod sales, and you could just use your code on any, like, I don't know, Fury, Dobbins, I don't know what else from bait rods they carry. What's up, Simon? Yeah, true. But if you did the double points, that's the time to try the Maraval. Uh, all right. Nice. Thanks for stopping by, Fishing with Riley. Yeah, Bass kind of sent me a uh, please don't do any more watch parties. <laughs> but uh, MLF had didn't say anything. I think I watched most of those. The ones that uh, Jacob and a few other people did, and the uh, the uh, team Marines. <sighs> I am going to be uh, speaking at. So, any of you guys here in Minnesota are high school or junior bass anglers. I am speaking Saturday at Rogers High School. There's like a big Minnesota Bass Nation event, and I am, I guess, the keynote speaker for that. So, I'm going to. Hopefully, in put a positive impression on uh, young bass fishing minds. So, um, it, and TK, if you're listening, it's going to be all about shallow water bassing and like tell all these kids they don't need 360 and live scope to catch fish and how to learn how to catch fish fishing shallow and using your instincts and that kind of stuff. So, that's going to be the theme of my seminar. And then I'll probably roll into some of my thoughts on how they should develop as anglers and what tournaments they should fish and why they shouldn't worry about sponsorships and just that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. So if you guys are young anglers, if you're listening to the podcast, the replay, if you got a chance to go to Rogers on Saturday, um, and I'm going to try to record it. I can, maybe I got my new, uh, GoPro 11 here. Maybe I'll prop that up and record it. And then, uh, I'll probably repost it maybe for members if they're interested. Thanks for your support, William. Very neighborly of you. Uh, so, yeah, they just don't... <laughs> they want all their eyes and their numbers on their site so it looks good for their sponsors and all their clicks. Um, it's probably a little bit short-sighted, right? More eyeballs is better, right? But... Uh, and even the guy that reached out to me is like, if it, were up, if it were up to me, I wouldn't care. But like the powers that be told him like, that's the message. So um, yeah, I'll try to record it and throw a replay up for the members. Um, so, and then also, no, the seminar will not be streamed, but I will try to put up the replay uh, for the members. Um, it's a, uh, Does it matter to me if a spinning reel come back row and you make a purchasing decision? I don't know that I have any spinning reels that don't back reel. Do they make ones that don't back reel? Is that like a budget thing that 
It's even like this $50 Revros back reels. So I don't know. I've I've never ordered or owned a reel that doesn't back order back reel. But I don't also don't use back reel. I typically rely on my drags. I don't typically do back reel. Actually, I kind of get annoyed. Like you ever when your rod and reel sitting on the deck and like like you bump it or it bumps on the rod and it clicks it over and you don't realize it's on back reel, that can be super annoying. So Tournament season probably is going to start on the Mississippi in mid-April, I would guess. I'll probably finish that TBF tournament on the river. Um, yeah, it'd be nice, right? If like I, I like, I get the reason. It'd be nice if they had like a little extra lock, right? So like, if you're a back reeler and you want to be able to like quickly do it, right? But it'd be nice if you're not a back reeler to have like a little extra thing to like lock lock. So you could have like the switch or you could lock the switch. That would be kind of cool. But then I'd probably break the, the extra lock off on the deck. Oh, you're going to be there, Nick. That's cool. All right. Well, uh, sounds good. Thanks for the invite. How many spin combos are in the boat on an average term day? In the boat? I probably usually carry, I think I have five spinning rods. I would say typically there's probably three or four on like a normal day in the boat. But there typically is, if I'm not fishing smallies, it's usually just like one rod for a wacky rig. But then if I'm fishing weed lines, I'll typically have another one. If I'm not fishing smallies, it'd be rare to have more than three rods, spinning rods on the deck. Like if I'm fishing... That would only be if I was bouncing deep to shallow, right? Typically, it would be like if I'm fishing offshore, I might have a drop shot and a spinning rod or a jig worm. And if I'm fishing shallow, I typically just have my wacky rig rod. If I was fishing one of those days where I was scrambling all around, then maybe three would be on the deck. And then if I was small fishing, it wouldn't be weird to have four or five on the deck. Um, Cody, when I almost won Island Lake, which is your home lake, I caught almost all of those fish on a spinning rod. Just saying. Don't want to bring up old stuff, but, you know. Oh, cool. Well, I'll probably see you around quite a bit, Nick. There you go. Five A is a great pool. Hopefully it's not flooded. <laughs> the anti-spinner rotters are showing up. Yeah, I mean, like, when you fish the river a lot, Dustin, when I'm on the river, it, uh, most of the time on Mississippi, like, fishing lacrosse, I would say it's zero. Like, I'll have a couple, I mean, on the deck, there typically will be a couple in the rod locker in case I want to break out a Nico or a drop shot or a wacky rig, but they're typically definitely not in the starting lineup. Yeah, more than I'd want. That's for sure. I feel like the year before was even worse. Mm -mm -mm. that's that's really not true at all because my may tournament almost all those fish were caught on bait casters had a six pounder in may on a bait caster all right zero fall was that for a fluke 
I would say the fall I'd be even less likely to have. Or is it like a Senko on a sand drop? And then I guess reminder, the Intune Classic, March 18th and 19th. So if you're in that area, um, I'll be there, I think, both days on March 18th and 19th. And then uh, I think Saturday, after the speaking engagement and Rogers, I might swing by the Northwest Sports Show on the way home, since I'll be driving right by it. So if anybody's at the Northwest Sports Show in Minneapolis... Um, Look out for a, an idiot with a visor. Say hi. Yeah, I haven't fished Alexander in a long time, but it's a good. It was a good lake. I'm sure, it's a. I feel like you're being very evasive about what you're fishing on the wing dam, Dustin. Uh, Todd, you know one that's pretty. I, mean, I guess the one I fished the past couple of years, the TBF Team Trail, the Bass Federation Team Trail. It's pretty good. Um, I can pull it up. It's uh, pretty competitive, but not super competitive. It's reasonably not super expensive. And they don't fill up all the way, typically. So you can usually register like two weeks out. And like unlike the Minnesota Bass Nation, which filled up... Um, five seconds so this is the schedule here so april 23rd mississippi river out of wabasha then they go to vermilion in may clearwater near annandale pelican lake ashby and then alexander by cushing uh so that's their schedule i think they're 200 bucks or 250 Entry fee, pretty solid payout, good group of guys, well-run tournaments, typically get around 30 boats. So, otherwise, the metro area, oh, you said metro area, I didn't see that part. Uh, metro area, I would say the Greenhorn would be a good one. Look up Greenhorn. They have a couple different levels. They have like a Greenhorn true entry level and they have kind of their advanced series, but they're definitely in the Metro. Um, Wacky Hook, do I like? I like the uh, the VMC uh, Nico. This is my wacky hook of choice right here. I usually throw the number. I feel like that's not an order, right? Isn't number two smaller than number one? I feel like I throw number one. That's the one that's the middle size. I think. So I feel like number two is smaller than number one, but one out is bigger than number one. Um, that's my main one. But this style in general, this O'Shaughnessy Nico style, the sniper finesse hook would be a good one. Um, I don't like the ones that are more like circle hooks. Think those are bad for hookups. So that's my preference. 
The pros are definitely using more spinning rods, 100%. It's at the high school. Pretty sure the event goes from 11 to 1? 11 to 1. I think there's going to be a few speakers. It's through the Minnesota Bass Nation Junior High School. Derek Doberstein is putting it on. I don't know if there's any, like I haven't seen it on any websites or anything, but I think he sends out emails to all those groups. But if you're in the area of Rogers between 11 and 1, I think you could just show up. I don't think you have to have like uh, anything. So the old Ned Rig. All right. Well, wish Bean a happy birthday from all of us. Yeah. One or one odd. Yeah. The, the new red lines are in stock. I haven't tried them. Uh, I haven't really thought about it. I feel like I'm pretty good on rods. Um, if I was going to new... So I have the 755. If I was going to, I would maybe consider the 725 or I'd probably try one of their spinning rods, maybe like one of the two power spinning rods. There you go. Justin agrees. Number one for Senko stick baits and number two for trick worms. And like drop shot, the number two would probably be pretty good for as well if you want a weedless drop shot. Yes, Bill. The Minnesota Team Trail still has two openings. That's true. All right, it's been about ninety minutes. What else is on people's mind? What do we, what do we need to talk about? Anything going on in the world of fishing that we need to touch on? Um, the Arsenal wacky bands are a must. I agree for wacky rig fishing. Omnia is not good about restocking it, but you can find those at Arsenal Fishing. Uh, any new toys on the Camus? Yes. I have several things on my whiteboard that need to be procured pretty soon. I mean, I'm looking to win them all that I fish. <laughs> I fish, you know, fishing to win all of them, to be honest. Will I win them all? Probably not. I'll probably get second most of them, but we'll be shooting to win. I did look at them. They do seem a little bit pricey. I'm not going to lie. I mean, they are, I guess this one's seven bucks. I mean, they are definitely not the uh, price point that VMC normally is.
PMC needs less hooks. It's our newest. Hide it low. Yeah, look, I mean, like, this flipping hook is $10.99 for a pack. The weedless knackies are $9. I mean, I've heard good things about them. I've heard they're sharp. They're like those nano-coated uh, gamagatsus. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Have not tried them. Have not seen them in person. I'm sure I'll try a pack at some point when I need hooks. That's the nice thing about the Omnia Premium is I can just order one pack when I need them, and they'll show up at my house. Here there's a guy in a mullet on farm that's going to win all the prior tournaments by 10 pounds. Interesting. Uh, I saw, um, right, that's the, uh, I mean, they showed it off in Tyler Rivette's. It looks a little weird. Not totally sold. Doesn't give me the great vibe. The crossover wings, I'm sure, work pretty good. They're just way more expensive than the Arsenal bands. Ooh, through the ice, you saw a big one on the underwater camera. First lure I'm throwing this spring, uh, probably a jerk bait. Really? Um, I'll probably use the one I got tied on from last year. <laughs> Oh, were any of the tournaments that you've won how you started? Yeah. I would say that a couple of tournaments I've won in the fall where I like fishing shallow jig and wood, like in October here, I'm pretty hard-headed when it comes to that. So I've definitely won a few tournaments in the fall where I just jig, the speed crowd, and menace scrub. Three, get like a three eighths and a half ounce on the deck. I'll probably have like a chatterbait and a buzzbait, but I'll just put the motor down and go uh, with a jig. And I've caught some, you know, 20, 19, 20, 23 pound bags doing that. So that, that's one scenario where I've definitely won tournaments where I've like locked in on it. Um, mm, otherwise, usually most, you know, I'd have to think back, but like a lot of the other ones were like, there's typically some kind of a scramble moment or an adjustment or something like that. I mean, and I would say most, like whether they're wins or not, just like top fives where you cash a good check. Usually most of those are, there's some kind of adjustment during the day. Hard to find deals on hummingbirds. So a couple things, Joe, is if you have, if you have premium membership at uh, um, Omnia, right? You can use your credits towards, hummingbirds there which can help the best thing i've seen unless you have an inn somewhere is to watch uh get yourself a a bass pro or a cabela's credit card <laughs> and then i think is it one tuesday a month they do 10 percent off for um members so 10 percent off on a graph is actually pretty nice and then you can use rocketin which is the old Ebates, and they typically have 3.5% cash back. And then every once in a while, they'll do like 
random 10% cashback days. So if you can, like I would say about once a quarter, it seems like the Rocketon 10% and the 10% off Tuesdays will line up at Bass Pro or Cabela's. And, uh, and, then, and then and then the other thing is like when you have the Cabela's or Bass Pro cards, typically you get points built up on that. So you can like cash in points, use those coupons and codes and rebates. So that's a good way to save on electronics or things that you can't normally get deals on. That's how I bought some of my Helixes for my boat last year. I have not tried it. Most people I've talked to said they like it, but I have not had my hands on the new cork from Dobbins. Uh, they're just supposed to be super... Those red lines are supposed to be like super shipe, new material. I haven't really like... Really went into it. I don't know. Yeah, the red lines would have been good to get during the 25% off. Uh, like you want to join to be a member? Is that what you're saying, Grat84? Down below, near the subscribe button, there should be a join button. Um, if you're on mobile, you'll typically have to hide the live chat. And that's how, if that's what you're asking. I don't know if that's what you're uh, asking. Oh, that's not very open-minded of them, Todd. Uh, the OSP baits. Um, I've not used the OSP baits, but a lot of people like their crankbaits for uh smallmouth, but uh, I haven't used them. I don't think they carry them at uh Omnia, do they? No, you have to hit up the old uh, the hookup tackle or maybe a uh, tackle warehouse. Yes, that is a very common belief. As the 734 champ is one of the most first call, it, it is. I own one. You can throw super spooks, spinnerbaits, slipless cranks, jigs, Texas rigs. It does all those things like pretty well. Is it like amazing all of them? But no, it's a rod that you can like, especially as like do a ton of things or as like a co-angler or a bank angler. If you want something that can do a, really a lot of things really well, it's a great rod or just having it in your arsenal. So you got something that's a, uh, you know, a switch hitter in your lineup. <laughs> Good luck in the qualifier. Chatterbait bite is always fun, Colby. Yeah. So there are some places that do some deals, and some of those places like Bass Tank and even, what is it, uh, our Russell Marine Products, some of those places. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of markup on Hummingbird units, so it's hard to find. The Holy Grail? I'm not real picky on my spinning rod, Brad. I know there's a lot of people that are like very like into that. I probably have spinning reels with Power Pro, with uh, SmackDown Seagar. I probably got some Strike King braid. I don't know. It's a hodgepodge for me. Um, I threw a slobber knocker late last year. Uh, I made exactly five casts before a pike swallowed it. But in general, um. I think people like them. They start. It did start up nice. It had a good vibration to it. I just didn't get to use it much before it was robbed from me. Uh, most of the people in the chat say it's been pretty good. I've heard it's better on wood than some of the other chatterbaits, but I haven't got a chance to fish it a ton. Uh, nope. Probably a pass on the new dice bait. Um, 
RJ, he's, he's loading the the boat on uh, OSP. Yeah, that's kind of the feeling I got is that the red line will be like the G power from Kamigatsu. Top five baits for 55 degree water temp. Uh, 55 degree to me is like Chomp City, Bladed Jig, uh, Square Bill. I guess it really depends on where I'm fishing. A swim Jig, Spinner Baits. Like to me, like <laughs> Cover Water, Pre Spawn, Get Ready, they're moving shallow, ready to eat. Like that kind of stuff. Um, a regular jig. <laughs> yeah. Trenton, you probably need to like slow your roll. Uh... Yeah, I've played around with the Hybrid Hunter. I've caught some pike on it, but that's about it. But I saw that uh, Gramps caught him pretty well in the Hellraiser. So I, I, I almost bought one when I was like stocking up on all these things, but I was like, it's going to be a while before it's going to be Hellraiser season. So I'll probably wait and uh, get those at some point. 55 degree in the fall, I would probably definitely throw a buzz bait into the mix in the fall. Chatterbait, jig, buzz bait, frog will probably still be on my deck in the fall. Um, yeah, spinnerbait, square bill, depending on the lake and the fishery, swim jig. I mean, chatterbait, swim jig, right? If you get a little clouds, a little bit of wind, chatterbait, if it's sunny calm conditions and probably more of a swim jig but i like power fishing a lot in that 55 degree window 61 at kentucky lake are there any yellow flowers in barkley right now that's the question darius the uh the rico is nice i'm more of a yellow magic guy but they're very similar Hmm. Oh, topwater last week. That a boy. In the flowers? Oh. I remember watching the Ultimate Match Fishing shows in like one of their first couple seasons when they were on Barkley. And there was a lot of guys up fishing the flowers. It was like Rick Clun versus Denny Brower and a few other guys. And I was like, I want to go fish the yellow flower someday because that looks like a really fun bite. That would be legit. Ooh. All right. Anything else going on? 
Uh, AP says Redcrest. I think uh, Andy Montgomery will show up. Favorite color yellow magic is the bone. That's about all I throw in poppers is bone most of the time. But day in and day out, that's the color I'm throwing. Locking baits, poppers, bone. Bone or chrome or go home, J-Rod. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen anytime soon, Grat, unless they have a rotating dates and they have a summer classic. It's not coming north. Yozerio Pencil Popper. That's Darius's go-to topwater. He challenged me on Tacklecraft stream to a Vixen versus Yozuri challenge. I just need to get down to Kentucky Lake. All right. I feel like we've kind of hit the end of the questions tonight, so I think I want to wrap things up. We'll probably be back Sunday tentatively for a Dead Crest final day stream for a little watch party. Um, depending on what's going on, if I do another members Bassmaster rerun party, I think we had a lot of fun last Friday night, so I'll be probably looking for some nights to do that. Um, other than that, hopefully, I see some of you coming up either at the high school event tomorrow or the uh Intune Marine the next weekend, and uh, all those things coming up. Nick, I throw the popper on the Fury 703 typically on like 30 40 pound braid. Yeah, so came in late, tackle, fun, all the stuff in the beginning. Watch the replay, Hello Bass on your favorite podcast app. You know the drill. Stay good, people. As always, here to help you guys catch more big bass and suck less. As always, thanks to all of you that hung in till the end of this podcast. This has been another episode of Hellabass Bass Fishing Podcast Experience. Please consider sharing this with any of your bass and buddies and friends. This is the best way for podcasts to grow is through word of mouth. Also, don't forget to search Hellabass on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, or just about anywhere else so that we can connect in more ways. As always, here to help you catch more bass and suck less.